I saw those pictures you took of the Kintsugi this weekend. Very nice. My grandfather really liked it. Yeah, not so much with the fil- like with the with the glowing filters. Like you took a really nice picture. Just, like put a little saturation on it, but not too. You know, you don't have to. You take you take a good picture. Thank you. I have to put a bunch of nonsense on my pictures because they're not good pictures. You don't have to. Your your grandfather smoked. I it? do like the. Yeah, he he smoked the other Kintsugi and he liked it, but I, I you I'm know. surprised. Why? I don't know. I figured grandfather's like, ah, oh, Japan, ah, like, you know. <laughs> World War One. World War Two. World War Two. Oh, come on, man. Come on. I gotta deal with that and now I gotta deal with you not yeah, knowing wars. Yeah, or or history, yeah. When what? was two, when was nine eleven? Two thousand one? World War Two is my t- favorite one. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Did you ever see everything we small soldiers? Yeah, uh, I need to rewatch it. Uh, what's his name? Phil Hartman. It's, it's me, and my brother's favorite quote. He's sitting there, he's watching Pat, and he's eating chips. And he's like, "I think World War II is my favorite war." <laughs> we always we talk about a war related uh, joke in um, what is it? Anger management is when John Turturro is describing a, like war. <laughs> he's oh, like, but he was Grenada, in, he's man. in Grenada, <laughs> where like nothing happened. And I was like, "Wasn't that twelve hours long?" Yeah. Uh, speaking of him, I watched Batman again last night. Nice. Okay. Because I, 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 I'm, I'm like maybe Steve and Justin saw something that I didn't, and then I watched it. And I'm like, no, they're just wrong. He, I, I will say, upon a second viewing, he's not my favorite ever. Yeah. Robert Pattinson. I, but I think he has just a little work to do. Uh, but very good movie. All right, we got a few things to talk about today. First of all, what we're smoking. I went with this. It's a big boy, actually. It's it is thicker than I thought it was going to be. Um, the Mac. That's what she said. Uh, this is the Macanudo. Um, I believe it was, a, I took the secondary band off. I think it was a 2010 vintage, um, which uses Connecticut tobacco grown in 2010, which is cool because, I've, as I've mentioned before, I read an article about this crop in Cigar Aficionado back when I kind of first started in the industry. And it's, oh, it was a great crop for Connecticut this year. So we're putting a bunch of it away. And we're going to use it in a future. <laughs> Damn it, I got the giggles. I got to stop. Yes, Nick? Are you done? You good? You okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. Just making sure. <laughs> they, yeah, so there's 10-year-old uh, Connecticut tobacco in this. Um, so far, very good. Very good. We've, we've included this in top fives. Um, you went the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah, I went with um, the Southern Draw, Jacob's Ladder Brimstone, um, I remember Greg smoked this before I ever did, and he it it pretty much did did him in that day. Uh, the rest of the day, he was talking about he was, about he was yeah he <laughs> yeah he was at his desk. He was um, giggling and, and and all that. Um, I don't know if you know for I don't know who's if you guys haven't smoked this, I would definitely recommend it. it is It is a little bit stronger. I haven't smoked a strong cigar in a while. Uh, and like we looked at our, I looked at the humidor. I was like, you know, we have been smoking a lot of different stuff lately, and I haven't, I haven't smoked this one in, in quite some time. So, um, yeah, I, I really, really enjoy this. I was trying to look up the specs in case uh, people didn't you were know. Doing, I thought you were playing Wordle. No, no. I, when I'm on my phone on here, I'm not. Fuck, I'm not. Messing I don't know around. what Wordle is. I just know people play. Oh, it. Wordle's awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Wordle's, Wordle's amazing. Shit. Yeah. Um, it's a Pennsylvania uh, Maduro wrapper. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania Broadleaf Maduro yep. wrapper binder is Ecuadorian Pennsylvania Broadleaf, and the filler is Dominican and Nicaraguan. And this is a yeah. full body um, 
Through and through. It is I believe he added so an good. extra layer of the heroin there, which yeah. is really what gives it its pop. And plus in that in that it's a perfecto. Is it it's perfecto? a yeah, it's, it's what's known as a double perfecto. Yeah. So and I'm because well, it's tapered at when it's tapered at both ends. Yes. And I yeah. usually have coffee during during this, and I think this is this would be tasting this tastes really well with like the coffee we Are you have okay? here. <laughs> I'm just out of it, man. I'm it still recovering like from my wedding. I, I feel that's what like, I asked, and that was what I wanted yeah, to talk sorry, about. I'm is, just out of it. I haven't done this in a while. Last week we watched uh Lizette. Um, I was watching you and Lizette. That her interview was great. But no, yeah, I haven't had this in a while. When was the last time you smoked this? I haven't had a Jacob's Ladder in a while. I, I, my, my palate's changed. I've gotten away from from uh, big, strong, especially after two COVIDs and a couple of sinus infections. My sinuses and my, my taste buds are just all shot. shot to shit. Yeah, they're, they're shot. So uh, I have to uh, I have to ease my way back into strong stuff. But I, I just uh, me and Derek just got an Opus... Uh, he bought me a nice opus the other day. I was like, a nice. Treat. Well, I took him to the store. He needed to get acids for his um for his uncle. Yeah. And I like showed him a way to get more acids for less money. And then they had a couple opuses sitting out there. So I was a treat. He bought me. Oh, a, that's awesome. One of the Destinos. So we'll smoke that. Yeah, I went up to his uh, I went to his desk uh, last week and I was just like messing around with his human door. I was like, oh, and he like he showed me. I was like, that's that's what's up. I bet he's so proud of it, too. He's so proud. I'm sure because every time we're smoking with him, he, sm- he like he he just, comes out of left field. It was funny. I'm not going to say a brand at all, but we were smoking a cigar that he ended up really not liking. And Nick kind of like was like, yeah, I don't know why you're doing that to yourself. And then I got cigars for my wedding. um, And he's like, yeah, you know, I think for my wedding, I got this brand and it was the brand that he was smoking before. I was like, wait, but you didn't like that brand. What the hell? And he was like, oh yeah, I didn't know what I was doing back in my wedding. So yeah, because I thought he that was, was really funny. He, wasn't, uh, he wasn't, he was already married when he started working here, right? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he was, was married, married and, and had like, and, and, and a, he had his first kid. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he started literally right before COVID man, like December of yeah. 2019. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, he was, I'm teaching married. him. He's learning. He's learning. It's a work in progress. Everyone's still learning. I'm still learning. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm always always learning. You know, people have questions. I always I really do always tell them like we have blogs dedicated to this stuff. Like when it comes to cigars, there's not like a. Would you say it's really really opinion based, or it's is not it, like it's opinion based? But there's a lot of like misinformation, like unwritten things gotcha. that you kind of just when you when you get it, you just kind of understand. The problem is, is like that that kind of thinking is going away in the world in general. Like like the you know the like the unwritten rules in baseball. There's been a lot of discussion recently yeah. about the unwritten rules in baseball. So like there was a game the other night. It was the Giants and the I can't remember who they were playing. Mets. I don't know. It was the Mets. Okay. But like the team, the Giants and the Brewers, maybe. I can't remember, but like they were the team, the Giants were, I think it was the Giants and correct me if I'm wrong. We'll just say it was the Giants were up. They were up like seven, one and like the top of the ninth inning. And they had like a guy on first and then he like stole second. And then the guy got a hit and then he was like going to steal home and he got like thrown out. And the other team was like, dude, you have a six run lead in the ninth inning. Like, why are you doing like such aggressive? And then there was another thing with like a couple nights before the same team. Again, I think it was the Giants were up by like several runs and then in like the eighth inning like nobody on base a guy bunts to, and like gets on gets a single oh yeah there's like a lot of unwritten rules that you're like you're not supposed to do that like you if you're up by x amount you're not supposed to do a walk like you know like one guy i remember got a got a home run last year they were winning by like eight runs i want to say it was vladimir tatis. Jr. I know, it was tatis yeah yeah i remember they were, that they were we were like talking eight, about that eight, yeah. nothing and it was like a 3-0 pitch yeah. and then he swung and he swung like and got a home run yeah he 
or it was a solo shot, but he hit a home run and everyone was mad. And then I remember Greg breaking it down like, you know, you get paid, like you get incentives and you get paid extra. Like if you make it to the playoffs, if you make it to the all-star game, if you make like, you know, all Tom Brady probably has so much money just from going to 10 Super Bowls. <laughs> you know, like you get all those bonuses from going to all those yeah, but Super here's, Bowls. Here's the difference. If the, if the, Bucks are up by 40 going into the fourth quarter. They sit Tom Brady slow. down. They're going to slow. Yeah, they're going to slow down. You know what I mean? Down. Yep. Yeah. You know, exactly. If if you're up nine runs top of the ninth inning, you don't steal But baseball is changing because it's like you – it's the younger generation. And I'm going to sound like an old man, but these – the majority of players, I don't know what the average age for a baseball player is, but they're at least 10, 11 years younger than I am. So they were raised, you know, a little bit differently. You know, a little bit differently. I don't know how many – like – when I was in high school playing, you know, playing sports, like I remember teammates of mine would go to the, go to the, like the stat, stat girls or stat statisticians and ask what's, what's my stat line. And my coach would lose their shit. Cause like, it's not about individual, you know, like, yeah. you know, so I guess it is, it, it all Listen, depends. Listen, if anyone watched the untouchables, he gives a whole speech about this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pot of a team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, it's, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, well, the game has changed. A lot of Baseball things, is changing, yeah. I think, more so than any of the other sports in terms of like they keep they keep changing it in major ways. Like they're not well, really. Yeah, changing I just found out that the NL has a DH now. They have a D. Everybody kinda, starting next year. They change the oh, ball. Sorry. The ball, like the stitching on the ball, is like uh, has a less profile, so it's like harder to grip. They're basically they keep changing the game they because they're offense? they're yeah, but because yeah. they're which is like. As a viewer, sure, but you know what you can do also? You know what? We can make the game so much better, and you don't have to change rules. You don't have to ch- get rid of the shit. You don't have to change the baseball, and do you know what would make the game so much better? Allowing steroids. Steroids. Back. Yeah, we've said that. Give these guys, because you know what? Let a jacked-up Aaron Judge try to hit a home run off of a Max Scherzer who's oh, yeah. juiced out of his mind throwing 105 miles an hour. Like, that's what Clash of the Titans, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, let's that's see how, how was, fast you can really throw that ball. That's how it ball. was in the early 2000s, I feel like. Yeah. Roger Clemens, Like, you're going to get the best of both worlds because yeah. you're either going to see monster home runs or you're going to see pitchers dominating. Nobody, except for absolute purists, which, I, by the way, I understand. Nobody wants to see, like, you know... Good baseball. When yeah. By good baseball, I mean like bunting, uh, stealing, uh, hitting proper singles. Baseball, you know, yeah, like yeah. proper like strat. You know, like like, like actual like Don't oh you know on, on base. You know, taking a lot of pitches on base percentage is more important than your batting average. Nobody really wants to see. They that. want to either see. I would I would prefer probably to see a no hitter versus. Um, I guess like. I don't know actually what I would say like back and forth hitting home run like each team hitting no, home runs. I, time well, it, it, I think no a no hitter to me is a little bit more impressive. See, here's the thing is I would like to see either like a 10-10 where like everyone's blasting hits. Yeah, okay. Or I would want to see like a one nothing. nothing, you know, pitchers duel, but I feel like purists they want to see like a 3-2 game with like a lot of singles. Yeah. yeah. Like that's and like people taking like getting walked and then steal. Like they want to yep. see that. I'm like yeah. no. I want I want Our somebody dads want to yeah, see that. I want know? somebody to be dominant. Yeah. I think Michael Jordan did that for us. I think Michael Jordan instilled this sense of like us cuz like even in baseball up to that point there until like then then you know like not yeah cuz Mark McGuire up until the 90s was still Yeah. he was juiced but there was you know then he had the Yankees 
dynasty, and then you kind of had the Pats dynasty with Tom Brady. I guess maybe we got it in like the 20s and 30s and 40s with the Yankees back then. But Michael Jordan showed us this like individual high level dominance that people want to see. They want to see somebody just doing crazy yeah. shit. We don't want to see like passing. The, we don't want to see like who, uh, Hoosiers like pass the ball three times. Yeah, and then if no, you're in the paint, they, like people want to see first, I would say monsters more going magic Johnson doing at the time, crazy stuff. But then Jordan like just defied everything. Yeah. And then the, and his then, foot, like it's all like, I guess it's, it comes down to sports really comes down to how fast your feet are. And I know it sounds silly, but like, Jordan's footwork or like I, I don't even know what would be I feel like baseball's you know the feet work in baseball too like if you're an infielder that you know I feel like you yeah. have to be quick you know stealing bases all that you know but you know speaking basketball like Jordan's footwork was just insane like that's what people studied you know and he yeah uh, he he was super dominant and then you had a different type of dominance with Shaq I remember watching those finals man. when the Nets played him and like like the Nets couldn't, the Nets had nobody to stop that that Lakers team, and Shaq yeah. was just Shaq took things so beast. personal. Yeah. yeah, like Shaq was like, I remember David Robinson snubbed me when I was a teenager, and, and then he would embarrass him. Like I love Shaq. Yeah. Now I, I will say the the Yankees dynasty of the mid to late nineties, early two thousands, which really reached into the you know two thousand two thousand three. Even though they they the yeah. last World Series of that era was in two thousand. But they they got in in two thousand one. They got in the World Series. I remember. Mm -hmm. I'll never forgive uh, the Florida Marlins. I think it was the Marlins. Yeah, it was two thousand three. Yeah. No, no. Uh, who was two thousand one? Oh, the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks. Yeah. I will never. That was such a good World Series. I will series. never forgive them for taking away the nine eleven yeah. World Series. For, oh, I, I will yeah. never yeah. forgive. Like Arizona sucks. I'm sorry. Arizona and Houston suck. Not yeah. the people there are probably great, but like in terms of my baseball, like you, I would say Houston top of the top of the top. Oh yeah, Houston definitely. Arizona imagine, like, wasn't their fault. They're not gonna like you know. If, yeah, because that year in 2001, I believe the Patriots won too. Yeah, but like was the, that before 9/11? No, that? no, Super Bowl was after. After it, two thousand two. It would be so the 2002. Like, so it would be a lot more. Yeah, it would be a lot more important if the Yankees won it because it was in New York City. Yeah, no, I, that I, that I definitely get. I don't think the and Cowboys are America's team. You know, if you want to be Patriot, it would be that. But like, could you imagine if the Yankees won the World Series that year? Dude, like, there'd be documentaries about that they, already. They you did. Know? They did win the World yeah. Series. All right, <laughs> oh, f Randy Johnson, Craig Schilling, you, yeah. you lanky creeper. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, the odd part about it is there wasn't really. Like they won by playing good baseball. Yeah. There was no like roided out. I mean, mm -hmm. Giambi, I guess later on. But he wasn't on those nineties. He teams. wasn't on. You no, had he like Knobloch, Bernie you Williams. Chuck Knobloch, you had T you had, you had T Scott, uh, Tino it? Martinez. Who was the third baseman? Scott Scott Brocious. Yeah, Scott. You Brocious. had you had you had you Tino, had your superstars. Yeah. You had that was um, you team. had Paul O'Neill, yep. who was a three hundred hitter in those days. You had. Um, Derek Jeter was a 300 hitter. You had Bernie Williams, who's a 300 hitter. But then you had guys who were just like, you had a lot of like 270 guys, but they were like getting on base a lot. You had your Scott Brocious's and your Tino's, yeah. like you had your Jorge's. And then your pitchers, you know, you uh, you had Clemens towards the towards the end, and then you had Rivera to shut everything down. But then you had your Hideki Harabus, like you you had uh, you know these these the, the solid guys. Everyone was just like solid. It was just a solid yes. all around team. You know, like Bernie uh, Williams, I never, he was never my favorite Yankee, but he was solid. Like, you know, he was, I, I think you just had a lot, a lot of winners. Like you had, it's, 
you know, we live in a world where I think everyone wants to team up now, you know, or I, I don't know. I don't know how it is in baseball. If like there's multiple stars on each team, um, you know, like baseball, or like, like basketball and football. Um, well, you but even like the, that Yankees team, the biggest star on those teams, would you say hands was Der- down Derek was Jeter. Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter hands But then down. you had like a lot of complimentary players. Like you, you had you, a solid, yeah. like a vets, like Tino Martinez was a vet. Like you had Rivera who like, you knew like if the, if you knew like, if you knew you had him as your closer, like I would feel ultimately confident in anything. I, yeah. ever, You know what I'm saying? Like. You knew it, like you knew yeah. you, you had, had one you, of the best you had, coaches you had a ever. Bunch of people on those teams, maybe not they all didn't all go to the Hall of Fame, but you had a bunch of people on these teams that like got their numbers retired. Would you rather? Would you rather three rings in your fifteen year career, no Hall of Fame, or no rings, ten year career, twelve year career, but a Hall of Famer? Rings or Hall of Fame for you? Hall of Fame, and I'm only going to say that because the rings is like because. If it was the rings and no Hall of Fame, that means that it was more of the team that elevated me through my career. And like other people were good around. Maybe I was good too, but other people were good around yeah. me. And I just got to ride that wave of success. Whereas the Hall of Fame, even if my team was crappy, but I got in the Hall of Fame, it was all because of my hard work and my yeah. and my doing. You know, and I feel bad for guys that are like in the Hall of Fame but like couldn't get you know, and, and they exist. There's a lot of them. I, I mean, is I, there a I lot of them in baseball? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't actually. I don't, I don't think Don Mattingly is in the Hall of Fame, and I think that's terrible. I don't think he is. He has rings, right? Obviously, like, he doesn't. He retired in '95. He retired the year before they won. I don't think Don Mattingly is in the Hall of Fame. He'll get into it now that he's been like coaching a yeah. while, and and then all that, all that good stuff. But look, he was six time All Star. He was the MVP, nine time Gold Glove, three time Silver Slugger. Uh, a one-year batting champion, uh, career batting average of 307, 2,100 hits. What would you rather, not even in sports, would you rather be remembered for your body of work and if there was a Hall of Fame for movies, or would you rather win an Oscar every other year? Would you rather be in 10 best pictures in a row or win one best actor? Best actor, just one. I think SAG awards aren't – are. Um, I don't know. I think there should be there should be more stake in SAG awards because that's your fellow actors. They don't give you any stakes. No, only Dude, pork any, chops. Any award show, they better give me stake. You know, yeah, I think because that's your fellow actors um, awarding you. You know, what I'm saying like I know the Academy is this whole thing, but it's like your fellow, like your your peers being like, "This is I I voted for you because I think you're you know you're good." I mean, there's a there's tons of actors and directors who never won anything, but then they get lifetime achievements award achievement awards from their peers, which seems a little bit more you know. That seems like oh, sorry, we we kind of messed up thirty years no, ago. No, but here's now the we're thing: there's there's, there's sometimes where yeah, and and it's weird because sometimes you have guys like Scorsese who should have won. To be fair, can you look up? What won for the years of Goodfellas and Casino and Raging Bull? Like what won Best Director those years? Because then they gave it, they gave it to him for The Departed, which is a great movie. Yeah. But then you have guy like Samuel L. Jackson just got the honorary Oscar this year. And I think that was fine because mm-hmm. as much as I love Samuel L. Jackson, I'm trying to think of a movie he's, he was in where he got snubbed and he probably should have won the Oscar and he didn't. He's just, he wasn't in those kinds of movies. Like if Keanu Reeves got an honorary Oscar, 
that's not like a, oh, we screwed up. It's like a, no, he was never in that kind of movie or he's not that kind of actor. Yeah. But because of his immense contribution to the zeitgeist, we're going to give him. Oh, okay. I get it. Now, the, now all these car dealerships are calling me off the hook. Of course. I'm like, I told you what my price was. Of course. Ugh, to the worst. Um, yeah. So like I see some people who get like honorary ones. It's like you were never like, what was he going to, what was Samuel Jackson going to win for? You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that movie he did with Matthew McConaughey. Uh, was it a time to kill? Oh, yes. That movie was. Maybe that was like something that like that kind of thing. Otherwise he's just been like Samuel L. Jackson in a bunch of movies, which is awesome. I love it. But I'm trying to think of a movie that you did that like, I guess when he was in uh, Unbreakable, that was like kind of a cool. Yeah. You know, I think he could have, you know, he could have probably won for Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Maybe Django. But he but, didn't like, nah, Django, that went to the right person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. With all I mean? those actors. Yeah. 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 Um, Raging Bull lost to ordinary people. Robert Redford. Oh, that movie sucked. Yeah. And then, oh, I can't. That's that was uh, Donald Sutherland and um, wait, C. Thomas Howell. Was it C. Thomas Howell? I didn't see. Or, or <laughs> wait, time people. out, time out. Goodfellas didn't win anything. So good, that no, that, that was back in uh, when Raging Bull was nominated. Yeah. Casino was, was never nominated for Best Picture, but Ugh, um, uh, Goodfellas lost to Dances with Wolves. Oh, yeah. Kevin Cosner. What happened? What happened it's, to movies? It's just. Studios, man, we know this. What else does he do that you think was Oscar worthy? Who? Scorsese. I mean, King of Comedy was another one that's unbelievable. That I King of Comedy was really good. Yeah. Mean Streets. Yeah. Mean Streets. Mean Streets is really good. Taxi Driver. Taxi. Taxi, taxi Driver was nominated too. What did Taxi Driver lose to? Probably some bullshit. That was seventy six, right? That movie or seventy eight? No, it was, it was, it was seventy. It? Yeah, it was. It was well after Godfather. Yeah, I would say maybe like eighty, seventy nine, eighty. Taxi Driver, not even, not even dominated for Best Director. It was snubbed across all the entire Academy. Wow, wow. De Niro didn't even get nominated. Nope. What won that? What was that year? What, what year was it? Uh, I gotta look that up. One second. I want to see. It had a, you know, He must have done it around 76. the time. Yeah, Deer 76? Hunter came out that year, right, too, right? I don't know. 76 Best Picture. Was Deer Hunter Coppola? That, I don't know who directed it. I can look that up. And Deer say. Hunter was crazy. That's a great, that's a scary movie. One of the very few leading roles for Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah. Very, he very great, few man. leading roles. That's a movie I can't watch anymore. It's like Jacob's Ladder. It's like anything no. deal. One flew, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Okay, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's okay. fine. That's fine. Um, Dude, even Jaws won best film editing that year. That, this is a tough listen, year, man. Listen, so, sometimes like well, um, oh yeah, sometimes Jaws came there's seventy five. There's a yeah. great movie. Like I remember, I think no one talks about that year. Like I, like Tool yeah. lost for Lawrence of Arabia, which you would think like how the hell does he lose? But he, do you know who he lost to? I can tell you who he lost to. He lost to Gregory Peck for oh, To Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird. Those like, came out the same year? Same year. Dude, there's some killer years. Like 1939, I think you had Wizard of Oz. You had, yeah. um, what's the Civil War one? Gone with the Wind. Yes. You had Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. You had like four or five of like the top movies. 
Don't guys, quote me. Was Citizen Kane 1939? It might have been. 40. Might have been. It's I don't know. Th- it I was up 39 to, yeah. was like a killer year for film. Some sometimes you just had that like ah like what are you gonna do like when um, I think 2016 was a good year. Uh, so, or what year did Prisoners come out? Prisoners. Yeah, with De- Denny Villeneuve. He directed. Oh, that was a while ago. Wasn't yeah, like it? 2016 or 2015. I think maybe. even before that. I think Sicario, which he did. Yeah, was, he had a streak of of. Did he do gravity? Did he do gravity too? Was that the uh, no, that other no. guy? That's guy? That was the guy who did Birdman. Yeah, yeah. Which I just found out that the movie Birdman is based upon Michael Keaton's career. Yeah, I knew that. Oh. But the Hanna-Barbera cartoon Birdman, which was also the Cartoon Network make fun TV show Harvey Birdman. Oh, I didn't know that. No. So do you so you remember those Hanna-Barbera cartoons? Like like the just the Super Friends? Yes. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Sco- uh, Scooby-Doo was also yes. like that that genre. So they had a fake superhero, not a fake, they're all fake. But a superhero that they made just for Hanna Barbera called Birdman. And he was just, it was kind of like a Hawkman. It was just a guy yeah. with, with wings and Birdman. And he did a thing. But then I guess Cartoon Network bought all the rights to all this stuff. And then they did with um, I think it's Gary Cole, I think is the guy's oh, name. Oh man. And but then they transitioned it into a show called Har- it came out like 2001. Stephen Colbert is one of the voices on it. It's called Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. And it's yeah, it's him. I've heard that, but yeah. now he's like he like works for a law firm, but he's still like and then he defends all of the Hanna-Barbera. Like, he defends Shaggy and Scooby. That's funny. Fred Flintstone is a mob boss. He has to defend him because they owned all the rights That's to this stuff. Funny. And so they just did this ridiculous stuff. the movie was it. based off that. Yeah. So when I was when I was Googling Birdman uh, for Harvey, uh, in the movie Birdman, the Michael Keaton movie, the Birdman he portrayed on film was th- That's that Birdman. Dope. Yeah. What year was Citizen Kane? Sorry. Shit. It wasn't a... It wasn't 1940. Was it 39? No. No, I feel like it was maybe later. 41. 41. 41. Well, you were close. Can you just do me a quick favor, then we'll get off this topic, but I'm just curious. Can you just like Google like 1939 in film? The year that you were talking about was 1940 with Gone, Gone with the Wind. Well, I think they all came out in 39, but they all, the old they, words it was, was all for 1940. Yeah, can you see what other movies came out? I remember there was, there was several like big ticket movies that year. So some of the winners... Um, was from here to eternity in in thirty nine. Goodbye, Mister no, Chips. Was, was that forty one? No, that was the fifties. Fifties, yeah. Going with the winds, winning a lot. Uh, Stagecoach was another. Stagecoach, killer western, one of the best westerns. Not the hotel. They did a lot of like technical awards that year, like you know, you know, uh, a lot of honorary movie awards. Right. So you have to like pass through all that. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna request for you guys. This is a team effort for me. I'm gonna need you guys help me. What movies am I going to show my daughter in order? Where do I start? What do you mean? Like, what movies do I show her? Do I do I Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Here's Back the to the Future? Like, it depends on how I you want to raise your. So I'm babysitting this weekend, my niece and nephew. Yeah, my nephew is like all about like Marvel. He's, he's six the or Batman. seven years old. Right? He's, gonna, he's gonna be seven and okay. And you said you brought him to see what movie earlier this Spider-Man. year? Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. But so my sister asked me if I could babysit this Saturday. I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen the kid. I haven't like be able yeah. to hang out with the kids in a while. Are they going to are they going to your place? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay, Because gotcha. I'll, I'll put them in a bed. So, cool. Like, I'll, oh, gotcha. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
But I'm like, but my stipulation is I get to show Miles one movie of my choosing. Now, I'm not going to be like a dick and show him like the thin red line or like something Would you crazy. show him like Die Hard at this point? No, 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 no. no. Wait till mo- he's 10 maybe? Not even. Okay. It, with Miles, it's not so much an age thing. It's an interest thing. Gotcha. Okay. I don't think All he'd right. be interested in it. Int- but oh. I am going to show him um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. There we go. Because I think it's time. Yeah. I, I, dude, by the time I was seven, like I was well versed in all I'm Indiana yeah, Jones movies. Yeah. But you got to remember, think of it nowadays, a six year old, and then think of the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah. when their bodies are yeah. melting, yeah. and it's like that it could shit be a scarred little, me when I was but younger. But I think but he's he's seen enough in like the Marvel movies. He saw the oh, Venom he's seen movie. Endgame and, sh- and yeah, stuff. He's right? seen, like, yeah, he's seen enough yeah. where it's like it, this is a, a little step further, but not so much that it's going to like yeah. freak him out. Has he so, seen Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, he's seen all the Star Wars. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know I, where to start. What I'm worried about is like, I'm gonna be looking at him the whole time. Like, is it does Indiana Jones move quick enough for a kid of today? Yeah, somebody who who can handle a Marvel movie and a long one. Don't forget, Endgame's like two yeah. and a half hours. Does Indiana Jones move quick enough? I want to say the second and third ones do, but Raiders, which from a film yeah. standpoint is the best one. Is there enough? Now, there's action in it. Well, have action. You, has he seen the OG Jurassic Parks? I don't know. I don't think so. Because it's Spielberg. So it's like if you got that Spielberg feel. Yeah, Spielberg also did Schiller's List. So like- Yeah, true. <laughs> well, Jaws is another one that like is a very slow moving film, but very impactful. So it's just a yeah, shame. I don't know. It's a I shame don't. how media is going because. Because there's, and I, I know, and I sound like the old man. There's so much media. Well, there but is. Because, here's that's the thing is because we, I was able to sit through Indiana Jones as a kid and appreciate and, and and Gone with the Wind and Spartacus and Lawrence of Arabia and and the Ten Commandments. I was able to watch these long, slow movies as a kid and enjoy them because we were so grateful that like something was on. Yeah. Like we were grateful and that like we were watching something. There's a dime a dozen of those movies made now. Yeah. Versus back then they were that was very rare. Batman was a long ass movie. Spider-Man was a long ass movie. Yeah. You know, like there there's Endgame was almost 3 hours. So like what what is it I guess if you're going to have a long movie you need to have like an action beat like every 10 minutes there needs to be some form yeah. of action. Whereas Lawrence of Arabia like there was half hours of just the desert. You know what I mean? Like just people walking through the desert. I love slow burn type movies though. If there's a, I like a slow burn. There's a, but there's a powder keg at the end. Yeah. I don't want a slower burn. And then like and a then thought. No payoff. Like, oh, like, yeah. oh, I wonder. It's like, no, man, you had me this whole time. Like yeah. give me some kind of big boom at the end. Yeah. You know, but, but I, I hope they keep making, I hope they keep making Dune. Like keep, I know they're not going to be big money makers, man, but keep chugging those movies out. They're important. That's what a movie should be. That's that's what a movie should yeah. be. Like, Dune, like that's Dune that's good. the reason the medium was created. Now, listen, it's going to evolve, and I want it to evolve and keep going, but the essence of a movie is a Lord of the Rings or like these these epics that are that transform you to another place. You know what I mean? And they're so fantastical and it took so much to get everything together and it all looks so real. But that's what a movie has to be. You need to keep that. But the idea of having a singular character arc of one overachieving 
protagonist, that idea is gone because you're sitting too much time on that one character. Even if there's three storylines going on at the same time, now well, yeah, like everything, the, everything is like Avengers, a team. Yeah, everything is teams. like a team. Everyone's got to win. Everyone has to have their character arc. Listen, they've done a good job at making successful films while also it is completely obvious nobody is going to do a great one-off movie anymore. I think that day is done. I think if they're going to put $100 million, if they're going to put $50 million into a picture, they need to show that they're going to be able to make two or three more pictures, a TV show, and a, mm -hmm. and a comic book out of it. Synergy, I think the, I think the day, it, I think everything now is either going to be $4 million, you know, codas, or $200 million epic team, you know, not necessarily just Star Wars, you know, Disney stuff, but DC or Dune, like these big, you know, uh, big casts of, you know, everyone's got a thing going on. Or even, um, look at even what Snyder did with the Army of the Dead movie. Yeah. You know, like, like huge cast, we can make 10 of these movies. Everything is going to be that now. And the beauty of just a, a movie, like just that moment in time movie is, you know, the... Uh, the whatchamacallit, the, the, there will be bloods and yeah. like those, those kind of movies, which I know they were based on books, but like those just flash in the pan movies are gone and they're never, and they're never going to, we're not going to see it, but there's, there's, because there's, there, it's not financially viable. If somebody wanted to even, even if they had a great idea for a movie, it's like, no, we can, we can make our Oscar bait. We can make our coda or our power of the dog. We can make that for $3 million. So we can get our critically acclaimed stuff for $3 million, and then we can get our big team amusement park ride. We'll spend $200 million on that. We're not going to spend $50 million on just a great solo movie. It's not worth it. It's not worth it to them. And it's a shame. It really is. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know. We're just living in a world where there's so much so many streaming services, so much content. It's like, I feel like every year there's all these great movies coming out, but like, there's like, there's this but book. Are I there? There's well, that's a, you're right. People think there are because so, you know, people on social media deem the Northman great, but people might, people not, people might not like that. Or I don't know how many times I feel like people are just now starting to really talk about like the lighthouse that came out three years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, so all those, although these movies so, come out, it gets kind of lost in the shuffle because there's just so much. Well, but I movie, have this book. I think I heard when Joe Rogan talked to Edward Norton on on his podcast about how 1999 was the best year for movies, and there was a book on that. And you and I, I can't name all of them off the top of my head, but like it was a year obviously when Fight Club came out, uh, a few other films, and there was a book on why 1999 is the greatest year for movies. Ed Norton would talk up Fight Club. Oh, of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's I like him, but he's also kind of a douche. No, he yeah, he's known for like rewriting scripts on yeah. set as that's an actor. That's you why, do yeah, not yeah. do that. That's why he's not the Hulk anymore. Yeah. See, uh, 99. You've got the Matrix, the Boondock Saints, Sixth Sense, Cruel Intentions, American Beauty, Fight Club, The Mummy, American Pie, Tarzan, Big Daddy, Eyes Wide Shut, Magnolia. Wait a minute. Brendan Fraser had the mummy and Tarzan in the. Oh, no, he wasn't. Was he wasn't. Tarzan? No, not that Tarzan. Oh, was it that Tarzan? He was. He was. That's George of the Jungle. He was George of the Jungle. That was early. He's making, he's making a comeback too. Good for I him. hope so. Man, he he was no, good. He's in Doom yeah. Patrol. And really, he's going to be in the new Scorsese movie. He's, yeah. in, he's in something and else as a bad guy. Else. Yeah, yeah. What's he's he in? Some, he's in something else as a bad guy coming up. 
Uh, he like cr- is it a is he, it a mo- is it a Marvel movie? I'm not sure. Him? He did a virtual interview, and some guy was like, "Everyone's excited." Like this guy told him about like the out the outpour of like love he's getting on the internet, and he almost cried. Dude, I might watch the movie tonight. Like the movie is a great yeah. movie. But there's this book called like you know why 1999 was the best year for movies, and yeah, like you have a lot of ground like the movies you just listed there, Justin. Some of them are groundbreaking. Obviously, like the Matrix and stuff, you know. Now you see, I wonder if when they made the Matrix, uh, oh no, he's um he's in the Batgirl movie and he's Firefly. Bro, there's there's so many more. They're Go so ahead. good. Analyze this. Yes. Oh, yes. Yo. The basis of the Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, like that was the like. I guess actually, they Dude, came Billy out the Crystal same in that movie. So You're breaking my heart, Jelly. <laughs> Going back to Kevin Smith, Dogma came out that year. Yep. His best movie, I think. Yes. Galaxy Quest. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite, but I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, being John Malkovich. Okay, not my favorite, yeah. but I appreciate oh, it. I love that film, man. Yeah, I know you John would. Cusack is... That was Spike Jones, right? Who directed that? Spike Jones? Spike Jones, yeah. Um, you have Office Space. Okay. Cold classic. classic. Uh, Election. Toy Story 2. Magnolia. I mean, Magnolia, yeah. This is but here's the thing. Read, read the read the ones from the top again. The top ones, yeah, uh, yeah sure. The Boondock Saints, The Matrix, The Sixth Sense, Cruel Intentions, American Beauty, The Blair Witch Project, okay. Fight Club, The okay. Mummy. The, I feel like it's a lot. And it's I'm a gonna, lot of different I'm gonna, shit. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. I feel like it's a lot of. It's a it's an excessive amount of A minus movies. But there was not like, whereas uh, like a Titanic or a Schindler's List or a I would say Matrix, Private Ryan. I would say Matrix is up with those movies you just said. You wouldn't said. consider Eyes Wide Shut in that category? No. That's not even the best Kubrick movie. Not it's a, not the best Kubrick not movie. Not a universally it's, it's, loved. It's pretty good. I don't think it's, it's up there with Titanic. Iffy. It's iffy. It's Titanic iffy. and Saving Private Ryan crushed the box office. I rewatched Saving Private Ryan the other night for the first time in a while. I forgot how that that first 30 minutes is like they I was glued. They had a set of hotlines for yeah. veterans who watched it. But like um, Matrix, Matrix is the only movie I would I would. Add oh, that. episode my, one also my, came my out. Thing with episode one, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My my thing with all these movies that you said, with the exception of maybe maybe American Beauty, I, I, I'm like a once in a lifetime performance is really what I'm like. What I'm okay. not. What I'm not seeing. You made a face. What? What else? The what? South Park film, Bigger, Louder, and un- Uncut. Oh uh, yeah, probably the best movie that year. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, they also have The Virgin Suicides that came out that year. The Iron Giant. Iron Giant. Iron Giant. Vin Diesel. Very underrated. I I hope because it's the only way I can live with it that when they made The Matrix, they were planning on it. Like they let the Wachowskis do that movie for just one movie. And they weren't like, oh, we could. I hoping the franchising of it came afterwards. Yeah. And I was hope, but like, because like that that way, like the Matrix itself remains pure, because that movie was so incredible. And then any other thing Matrix related has just been garbage since. And anything the Wachowskis have done has been garbage. You didn't like the new one? No. I, didn't I, know. I will say I did not see I, the new one, but it got terrible reviews. I didn't see it. It made yeah. me cry. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it was very much like they were. I mean, I, I can make you cry. It's it a good like, thing. Well, I'm sorry, what? I mean, I can make you cry. It doesn't mean it's a nice thing. That's true. You know, it was just it was a very sweet kind of like love story of like you don't want to the see love that. that they know that it'll happen, but it'll never be anymore. 
you know. I mean that yeah, that would pretty much crush me, but also But like do a, we want that in a Matrix movie? Yeah, I wanted guns. Lots of guns. There was a good amount of guns. That opening sequence was pretty awesome. But every op- opener to, to Matrix. Has How been. was the guy? He was in. I don't want to butcher his name. He was like oh, a Morpheus. Like Morpheus. He was he, funny. He's in. He was in the movie Ambulance. That's coming why out. Wasn't, he's a why candy wasn't, man. Why wasn't Lawrence Fishburne? I don't know. I someone told me you'd have to watch the movie to find out or something like See, that. Yeah, to understand it. But basically, you know, he's taking over for Morpheus. He's. He's this virtual version of him because now now they're living in like it's almost like the cloud, you know. Yeah, they, but like, why couldn't they just get Lawrence Fishburne to do that? I don't think he wanted to be in it, right? I, really? I don't or did know. they even ask him to be in it? I think I they didn't ask him. I think it was a it was a it was a weird move. It like, could have been. I, I didn't know the backstory to it. All I know is like that dude was was funny. Jada in it. I don't think so. I, I think I, she was. If she was, then I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah, she was. I in think that. she was in Jada Pinkett Smith was in it. Really? And then what's her name? Priyanka Chopra. Wasn't she in it? I don't know. Who that he is. has. He's not gonna know who that is. That's um, Nick Jonas's Nick girlfriend, Jonas's wife. wife. There was an Indian woman in it. I'm trying to avoid that, but okay. You, you say, saw the movie. She's an Indian actress. You you saw the movie, right? Oh, when it came out, like in right. January, February. This woman, yeah. she was in the show Quantico. That's where she's from. Priyanka Chopra. She's awesome. Yeah. Apparently, she's very funny too. Uh, so no, that is, that is a solid year in film. Then. That's oh, and the talented Mr. Ripley. Matt Damon. I have mixed feelings because like I like that movie, but I feel like I shouldn't. I feel like I feel like it's masquerading as a good movie, but every time I watch it, I enjoy it. So maybe but it there's a isn't. bunch of years like, well, Jim Carrey in one year had three movies. Come I will out, say the 94. 90s was a, the 90s was a, like, I honestly feel like the 90s was a, was an amazing era for movies, and then The Matrix came out and made all this money and was so genre defining, and then everything was like computers. Everything started being some computer based, or they had all this. Because I remember CG, like this after the Matrix, the CGI between like 2000 and like 2010 was terrible. Because I remember, like, because the CGI, the CGI, no, it was okay. Are you kidding me? Going on, where was Jar Jar Binks from? uh, Naboo? Yeah. That whole scene underwater and stuff. Like, it was was terrible. I think it was even shot on digital too. Yeah, and but I remember, all of it was I, green I, like, screen. The, uh, like the other Matrix movies looks like. Remember when he fought Agent Smith? Yeah. In like the rain, like in like like there yeah, was a thousand. Yeah, so bad. It looked. To, imagine doing that now. It would look awesome. Yeah. But look at the, everything like, became like so computer based. Look at Titanic. There's one scene in Titanic when they're running down the hallway and the water is after them. <clears throat> they, literally, he, they literally. They literally. CGI their like Kate Winslet and, and Leonardo DiCaprio's face on someone else's body and it looks terrible. It looks so bad. But Wait, did he? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it's one quick scene when they're running away from it. You could tell on Kate Winslet's face, like it's Kate Winslet's face on someone else's body, and the face is like a lot more white. Dude, than- that guy built the Titanic. Yeah. to do a movie about the Titanic. Wait, who said they liked Pearl Harbor? Here was it you? I feel that like you liked Pearl Harbor. James Cameron changed like. We saw it. I saw it right before my eyes. Avatar changed the game. Avatar made 3D movies for a brief period of time. Can't stand that very movie. popular. That that's is, something that we I saw in my life where I was able to be like, wow, this is now changing everything in front of me. Like, what is that about movie? The world the Dunkirk movie that really did it for me. Either. Dunkirk shot. Dunkirk had IMAX. Like he had IMAX cameras on, attached to planes. Like that's why. Like that's what I'm saying. You change. Like, there's it's game changing. I've never. I, I know they have a ride at Disney now. Wait, but is it Disney? It's yeah. bad. It's at Animal Kingdom. It's badass. 
But even even my buddy Steve, I, impatient, I, waited wait, three what, hours. I thought that was a Warner Brothers movie. No, no it's, it's Universal no. who did the, yeah. di- the distribution, but Disney bought the rights. This, this, it's that animal. Do case. they just own every franchise? Yes. Like they got to stop. Yeah, like they they gotta, when you got that kind of money and you're able. Well, like to when fund does it become projects? a monopoly? When can somebody say like, we need more competition? Like stop this, or else everything's going to be Pixar. Like I, I, I don't want that. Like when they bought, I was, I'm really afraid when they bought the whole 20th Century Fox library. There were some serious rumors that they were not going to release an R-rated Deadpool movie because Disney doesn't release yeah. R-rated movies. It's like, but then don't buy the rights to R-rated movies. Like what? That's that's communism. That's like a dictatorship. Oh, you're going to buy the rights to these movies we love that we can never see them because you don't put out adult content? I mean, they'll they'll do it underneath the Marvel. I mean, I don't even think they'll do it underneath the Marvel brand because Marvel as a, as a brand, they don't want that kind of publicity. They they want to make things, you know, available yeah, well, to everyone. I don't know. Disney's a whole, that's a whole other podcast to talk about. They're, because they're, go, they're going through it right now. That's why you got to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. You know, you don't get involved in this kind of stuff because now um, if they lose their status in Florida, like that's so much money. That is so much money. Oh, yeah. And Florida don't care. People are still going to go to Florida. You know what I mean? They don't really make any money from people going to Disney. No, that's all that stays within. Yeah. So it's not like if they lose Disney, it's not like people aren't going to go to Miami or Fort Lauderdale anymore. Because Disney owns also the towns around like Celebration and stuff. They have their own police patrol, their own fire department, everything. They're a self-sufficient so yeah, community. except for people who might stay like outside of Disney and then go there for like a debt, I actually don't see that much of a right. of a impact. But the on, parks on are Florida. The past few times I've gone to Disney, I've actually really enjoyed going. Usually, I'm uh, I was eh, you know like I didn't, but Epcot's fun. I want to go to Universal. Like that's my lane. That was my lane when I was I a kid. Go, do they still have the Back to the Future ride? No, no, what? that no, it's no, the Simpsons. Oh, yeah. I didn't know what it got changed it's, to. It's Simpsons. much better. They don't have the- Simpsons Does anyone suck. remember the- um, I don't know. Disney owns them too. It was Hollywood Studios, but I'm not sure if How do they own the Simpsons? It's Fox. Oh, because they own Fox. They own Fox. <laughs> there was, they showed you how to shoot against green screen. I remember them showing like uh, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, yeah. Like not I mean, a ride, the, but the like- the birds thing. It was like a stage thing. Yeah, that's gone. Do they still have Twister? I believe Twister is still there. And they got rid of Jaws. That was really sad. They got rid of Jaws, yeah. But like these are, here's the thing. I realize that these movies are old, but like what else does Universal have? Like what's a modern Universal movie that like. Well, they have, what isn't Harry Potter world taking they over They do that? have the rights to Harry Potter. How? But that's, that's mostly, that's, it's Warner Brothers. That's Warner Brothers. That's but that's just distribution. No, Warner Brothers owns Harry Potter. They own Harry Potter? Like the films, yeah. Huh. They, they yeah, the produce- Harry Potter, and, the Harry Potter world is in Universal. Harry maybe Potter. They, they might have licensed it to them, but they own- that's not that's not a thing where you just like you like I'm pretty sure my one buddy, of those like produced and like those are their movies. My buddy you met at my wedding, Jeremy, he has season passes and he brings his daughter like he goes like a few times a month. There's like rumors that they're like building like a Star Wars hotel there. Really? And like they cuz I think they kind of have something similar to that in Harry Potter like where you could stay there and it's kind of like it's in the castle. It's getting too expensive. Like that's the problem with Disney is it's is you can't only like a, to be honest, Disney's becoming a place where wealthy, nostalgic people go. Mm-hmm. It is no longer a place where if you like make 50s, if you're, if you're a school teacher and your husband's like a janitor, it's yeah. really tough to afford a week in Disney. And you have kids. Yeah. And you have two kids. Like it is. Yeah. And, and that's sickening because that's supposed to be a place for kids. Yeah. But I think kids under 10 should be able to get in for free. But I think that too. I am. I am. 
on board with because that. Because if you're, yeah, like, because you're already dropping money, like, going in there. Like, you're dropping, what, for for meals and stuff? Now, on I'm on average 200 a day. If Disney, if, Disney banned, a grand. if Disney banned kids under 10, I can't imagine they would actually lose that much money. That's how many just nope. adults are going to Disney now. Yeah. Which is like, listen, if that's what you're into, that's fine. But because, because you have adults who love Disney and now they're able to go as adults, afford it, drink around the world at Epcot, go on right. Like it's a nostalgic yeah. factor for people our age. Yeah. And then you add kids. And to we're this. willing to pay oh, yeah, X yeah. amount for a vacation where like, dude, a family with like two or three kids, a week at Disney is like thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands. I'd rather of go to dollars. Hawaii, but I had to watch out for Ezra Miller. Yeah. What is his problem? <laughs> You haven't heard anything about that? I don't even, no. he even know. Who Ezra Miller is. You know who Ezra Miller is, right? No. Get at it. You look like him. Uh, he's Barry Allen, and uh, he's the Flash. He was in Fantastic. Be he's in Fantastic Beasts. Perks of being a wallflower. He was in that movie. He's an actor. That movie. We he was the main character. Remember Burks, that movie? Right? We need to talk about Kevin at all. Like back. Oh in the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the one who shoots up the school, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But how do you know him from that? And because I love Tilda Swinton. Anything yeah, that okay. she's in, I watch. Yeah, he Doctor Strange. I haven't seen that. Three oh, weeks, no, I did see that. I did see Doctor Strange. I wasn't a big fan of that. About three weeks ago, he he a month ago or so, or three weeks ago, <laughs> he, your eyes. <laughs> he assaulted someone in Hawaii. Then just last week, he was arrested again for assault in Hawaii. In wasn't, Hawaii. What? So I think. Like I said, my buddy Jeremy, big he's like us, oh, big nerds with stuff. He's afraid that all of this news about him, they're now going to delay The Flash because that movie has been delayed for years. Like it went through three or four directors. Has it like started filming it? It's done. It's supposed to come out this year. The same director who did the remake of It, Andre, I'm going to butcher his last name, Bushamedi or something. Uh, I'm going to butcher it. He, direct, he ended up directing, but like, yeah, he... Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller, remember that video of like last year or a year or two ago? He like choked the shit out of a Swedish girl like on camera. Yeah, like, like, what is he's got anger issues, clearly. <laughs> and Johnny Depp, look what that poor bastard's going through. Yeah. Hollywood well, sucks right now. And you know what? Part of me is glad. Oh, I'm happy. Part of me is glad. Because here's the thing: Hollywood needs to either shut their mouths or go back to being like 1950s. Like we see you at an award show and then you go home. Yeah. Like Bro, he's from Wyckoff, New Jersey. Who? Uh, what's Ez, his name? Ezra Ez, Miller? Ezra Miller. That sounds about right. We can't go anywhere. That's up by you. Yeah. That makes so much sense. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Like Nick said, yeah, Hollywood is, is My brother has right now, now seen The uh, the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent twice this weekend. It's the greatest movie he's ever seen. Go listen to Go shout out to the Liberty Podcast Diary Show. If you want to listen to my brother, I want twenty thousand for the biggest Nicolas Cage fan. Review, yeah, my wife the says, Nick Cage movie about Nick Cage. It's it's a wild. My wife says it. She's like, I you can't pay me to go see it, so I got to go see it by myself. I'll go see it with you. All right, let's go see it. Let's go see it this week. I'll watch it. You're I not joined. Involved. Oh come on! No, because you're gonna like not like it. Oh, I'm gonna probably love it. I love no, Nick Cage. No, you're gonna not like it, and you're gonna give some bullshit reason. Absolutely not. Ike Barnholtz, Ike Barnholtz is in it. Tiffany Haddish, Pedro Pascal. It's a yeah, good, it's it gonna be a good like movie. A really you're gonna cast. get some kind of weird snack food, like snow Neil Patrick packs. Harris. I don't do snow cats. You're gonna I get do some milk like duds. weird. Oh, I brought these exotic almonds. You're gonna get, you're gonna get a slushy snack. probably. No, no, one no drinks. slushy. Good. I'm gonna get a pizza and some milk duds. 
I, I do Starbucks. I like coffee when I or sushi. You ever do sushi in the movie theater? No, you know why? Right, we're gonna wrap this up because I want to. I want to sit through my meal. I mean, I want to sit through the movie without having to go to the bathroom. Uh, does sushi make you go to? The, I don't eat sushi. No, so really, no. but I just don't eat it, raw it, fish in theater because I respect people. It's like microwaving next to my theater. So it's like, like microwaving. It's, you, it's, it's like. But here's the thing. I used to like, do that since I was a kid. It's like, here's the thing. <laughs> you have to. It's one thing to sneak in like a bag of chips. Yeah, or a burger. You're sneaking in sushi and coffee. The only thing I've ever seen. Coffee, into- I agree with because my mom used yeah. to get in a fight with them at the movie because it wouldn't let her bring in her iced coffee. And she would. Yeah. Oh, Jess just walks in. Like, I don't get it. If it's I don't not get like that a busy power. night, then they don't care. Yeah, but, but like, like, but I, I have had Jess sneak in Wendy's in her purse. Just, but sushi. That's a gamble, dude. How many? How many? You guys are having four course meals in the movie theater. Well, I, AMC. I, AMC. I, get, I get some. I get some popcorn, maybe some Reese's pieces. Oh yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm AMC dining movie. Jess and I will make a date of it. But if I'm just Alamo going to a movie house. by myself, I'm going Alamo Draft House. I want yeah. to do that. Alamo, and also Nighthawk in Brooklyn, very good spot. But I want to ask your brother's favorite Nick Cage performance. Like You've got to, he has the whole episode. Got to go watch it. Oh, all right. I'm gonna jump right on that. He he did a top five. Critically acclaimed versus top five like cage performances, because like best cage performances like Vampire's Kiss, like there, he has some. He's seen Pig. I'm assuming out there. He's seen Pig. Yeah, Where's dude. My- he saw the the unbearable weight of massive talent. It came out on Friday. He saw it Friday, and then he went again yesterday. <laughs> I guess he was busy Saturday because I'm sure he would have done that. I know. Saturday he was recording his episode about okay, the first right, time he right. saw it. And he was he's just wired. Where's my pig? I think I might go see it tomorrow night. I might go after work. Where's my pig? Yeah, Tuesday night, yeah. Dude, um, if you if you were if you're around, like dude, I was I'll just gonna, know, yeah. I was gonna go to the AMC right here. We can go I'll right, right after work. Just catch a five o'clock flick. Pick the day that I'm not in. Are you not here tomorrow? I won't be here tomorrow. Why? That's, oh, that's a shame. Oh man. Dang, dang it, man. Dang. Wow. I, I think that's the, the only day. On it's the only day I'm free. Ever. Yeah, dang it, dude. You're, you're a mean person, Nick. You want to bring sushimi into the theater. <laughs> yeah. Because it's good. You, you ever bring... have like a I don't eat no. seafood. Oh, you miss I out. eat sushi. I especially I... don't eat seafood in the movie theater. <laughs> it allows me to have my space. People like, the same re- the same way I don't have a cheesesteak at a baptism. I don't have sushi in a the movie you're theater. You're like Regina Hall and Scream, just <laughs> Oh my God! Bringing all that type of food in. Scary movies. Oh yeah, sorry. Scary movie is literally. <laughs> the same was thing. The legit yeah, one. I know. <laughs> the joke. Uh, I just failed at that joke, so we can end the episode. Yeah, now. you can just yeah. wrap it up. Take care. Comment, like, and subscribe. I got married what, at what, some point. Yeah, what, yeah, we didn't even tell the marriage story. We'll say that for next week, I guess. Just what is the weirdest food you ever snuck into a movie theater? Now I'm curious. If people are bringing in Caesar salads. All right, take care. <laughs>